Hey, listener, thank you so much for tuning in to this replay of U.S. Rugby Happy Hour Live. This is the second half of the show with a new guest awaiting. If you haven't done so already, be sure to listen to the first half, too. And give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Eagles Overseas and Rugby Morning for updates on future shows and news about USA Rugby. Also, please like, subscribe, and follow, and leave us a five-star review. That helps get these shows in front of more and more listeners. Now, on to our next guest. Our next guest is actually here waiting. He, I think he's probably like sipping a cup of coffee because that's what they do on the West Coast, Northwest. Um, he, he's, he's number one in our hearts, but number 11 in Seattle Seawolves fans' hearts. This is Connor Mooningham. Connor, how are you, man? Are you there? Unmute. There you hey, go. how's it going, guys? <laughs> Good. How are you? I'm just uh, I'm just headed home from a little uh, back social. We uh, we all went to a park and had a little grill out. I'm gonna be home in like five minutes, so if my connection's a little spotty, that's what it is. I, I thought you were gonna say we had a little uh, a team social at some brewery nearby, so I'm, I'm getting a cab ride home. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Called you out. Got it. <laughs> Uh, so how are you, Connor, other than uh, heading back home? How are you? Yeah, I'm doing good. We're finally getting some super nice weather here. My car says that it's 87 degrees out. Um, <laughs> the sun doesn't go down until 87. about 10 p.m., so it's been nice to kind of soak up the sun. I don't I don't think we've even seen any rain for like the past three weeks, so it's been nice. Wow. Wow. So we've switched sides. I'm in Boston. We've had rain for three weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been no awesome sun. here. We literally we switched with y'all. Nice, nice. No, no, I love Seattle. I've been up there many times. A beautiful area. Uh, and, and by the way, we need right up front. We need to apologize to you about something. Okay, uh, you may not know this. Um, typically, after after appearing on our show, which you did about a year ago, uh, the player or team does extremely well the following week. And I say typically, maybe like seven of eight times, uh, like player of the week type stuff. So. Well, we'll talk more about this later, but we, uh, you were invited to the USA camp in 2022, but not selected for the traveling squad for final qualification tournament in Dubai. So clearly that was our fault. I am sorry. <laughs> we're sorry. Listen, I don't, believe yes, in, we sorry. I don't believe in jinxes. I mean, our team got disqualified that year as well. So it's. You, you had it all going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's 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 come back to this season right now, okay? Uh, well, bygones, we've got bygones. Um, you've been absent for a little while this year, um, injury apparently. Uh, how are you doing, and how's it going? Can you hear me? You good? You hear me? Yeah, yeah, I got you back. Yeah, yeah, this is all. All right, no worries. So we were saying you were absent for a little while. Yeah, absent for a little while for the season here. Uh, how are you doing um, with the injury going on? How how's your recovery? Yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling healthy again. Um, I had a little, you know, you know how rugby is. You just yeah. you play a few weeks, and then all of a sudden you're just kind of dealing with an injury for the rest of the season. Um, and and a lot of the boys are are coming off of things like that. We'll see a lot of people healthy here in the next few weeks, which is nice for the team. Um, but I'm feeling good personally. So, you know, it's I've been been hitting the rehab pretty hard the past few weeks. So. Yeah, Kyle, you mentioned a little bit, um, you know, that 2022 year was was a was a difficult year. Certainly, what was going on in MLR, uh, you know, it's been well documented and talked about, especially in, in these circles. But maybe talk about the difficulties of MLR removing the Austin Pilgrims from the league and how tough that was on, on you, your family, and, and your teammates. 
Yeah, I think it was, I mean, it was tough for me because my wife was pregnant at the time. Um, and a lot of the guys had kind of built their homes in Austin. Uh, we were renting a house. We were you know, planning on living there long term. And it forced a lot of my friends to go into retirement. Um, a lot of the guys are still living in Austin. And uh, yeah, a lot of those guys, we all, we all keep in touch and we, we still talk about those times. But, you know, as everything in life, you know, you just kind of got to look forward to the future. And, you know, luckily for me and my family, we've really enjoyed it up here in Seattle so far. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, as you're adjusting to, to life in Seattle and, and, and new teammates there, you were a teammate of, of Marcel Brockies in Austin there. Is there someone in Seattle who can sing like Marcel? <laughs> that can sing like Marcel. I'm trying to think. <laughs> I don't even know if I've heard Marcel sing, to be honest, which is actually oh. kind of sad. And now when we go down to San Diego, I'm going to request to hear a song from him. <laughs> But, um, you know, all of the Polynesian guys can sing on the team. So that's just kind of like, uh, <laughs> it's kind of stereotypical, but it's always true. So, But well, you look at Seattle, and it, it, other than Rocky singing, whoever else, but Seattle puts on a great experience as uh, for the fans. You know, what has really impressed you and anything different than Austin? Not necessarily better, but just different. We'll get Connor back. Oh, we might have lost him. No, we didn't. We got him back. Hello. <laughs> hey, you are. <laughs> oh, I'm just, are you home? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm walking into the apartment right now. Oh, sweet, sweet, sweet. <laughs> so we asked you what your social security number was and your credit card numbers. <laughs> yeah, no, so okay. I live. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, to <laughs> the name so, of your so, first pet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Birthday, yeah. So I was mentioning about Seattle putting on a great experience for the fans. You know, what has impressed you the most? Anything different in Austin? Not necessarily, not necessarily better, but just different. Yeah, so I've spoken to a lot of fans here, and honestly, a lot of them have been day one fans. And yeah. uh, so some of them have been here since 2018, and they've had season tickets every year. And it's really cool to connect with those people because, you know, obviously Austin was a, a new club. And so those bring new fans. And so when you hear these diehard fans every single week coming into the games, it's really cool. Uh, Fitz, I don't know if you heard that, but he entered his code to his apartment. I think it was four codes. <laughs> yeah, I think it was, it was five, three, six, two, three. nine, nine. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> so uh, just real quick, Fitz, before you jump in, um, uh, Connor, I was my first MLR game ever was New England versus Seattle in Seattle for the week before COVID shut everything down. And um, so basically anyone in New England, um, it's my fault that I brought it back to Boston. My bad. <laughs> I came back sick. But the experience there that the fan, that the team puts on the fans, I think, uh, you know, the, the Free Jacks organization, the, uh, the CEO, whoever else, they were there too, and they were taking it all in. And I thought the, uh, uh, the, the Sea Wolves did a great job with uh, fan involvement, with the presentation, the um, you know the, the food, everything else. So, I mean, is that something you've noticed as well there? Yes, and I feel like it's only getting better. Um, yeah. The only reason that there's not seats filled is because all the parking sells out. So oh, yeah. I feel like I feel like we need to upscale on the on the uh, stadium. But um, yeah, the only thing that I would say that isn't ideal is sometimes when the players come out, they shoot this green smoke, and I feel like oh. I'm choking coming out of the tunnel. <laughs> we'll bring it up with management. <laughs> catch me with a coughing fit on the sideline. 
Connor, you mentioned uh, meeting some of the fans. So I've got to ask, have you uh, have you met Broccoli Guy yet? Yeah, Broccoli Man. I think I met him night one. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's a few names that stick out if you're a Seawolves fan. Uh, there's a guy named Matt Courtright. I don't know how he has a voice. He's the guy who leads the Seawolves chant every single week. Or the sea wall, He's, he leads them both. I don't know how he talks at work the next day. <laughs> but yeah, let's, there's a lot of diehard fans. It's it's good fun up here. No, that's great. That's great. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the Seattle team. Um, lost your captain, having their injury, though it sounds like he may be coming back at the end of the season, could be available f- for the playoffs. But you have a ton of senior leadership on that team, right? You've got, you got Samu, the hitman, Manoa. That Andrew uh, Duvertalo, just to, to name a couple. Uh, these are guys you probably watched when you were a kid. But um, after having went down there for a little bit, how do you feel like the team responded to, to that loss of a player? Yeah, I feel like, um, you know, obviously losing a player of his caliber is, is big, but he's been hitting his, his rehab really hard. Um, honestly, he's he's moving around pretty well. He's been, he's been training with us these past – few days so he's looking pretty good i i say that he's on house arrest because he has this little thing on his ankle like, what are you doing <laughs> out of your house man but um no i feel like the team has responded really well and i feel like guys like uh charles elton and uh ben landry have really stepped up to the plate as co-captains and have, have led the team well yeah absolutely i mean charles elton and ronan foley each had 20 plus tackles let's talk about that seattle utah game because watching it it felt like a playoff game. Very intense, high quality, big hits. Did a couple of concerns though, right? Saw a couple of Seattle players leave the game early. Alatimu and uh, Herbs. Does your group uh, anticipate they'll be okay and ready to go for the playoffs? Uh yes. <laughs> As a simple, the simple That's it, yeah. <laughs> no need to elaborate. Perfect. <laughs> One thing we did notice in that Sunday night game against Utah that uh, you know maybe it was just the the view of the television cameras, but the sunset kind of factored into some plays there. Is that some kind of like home field advantage going on there? You know, to to select a certain side at a certain time of the game. Um, I, I'm sure it is. I'm sure Charles, when he did the coin toss, he wanted to have the sun at our backs in the first half. <laughs> um. But it's it's funny because it's a what seven thirty kickoff, and then the sun doesn't start to go down until nine fifteen, which is pretty wild, especially for you guys on the East Coast and the East Coast fans. It's probably tough to stay up for those games because they end at midnight. But um, yeah, the the venue is definitely sought after, so I'm I'm sure that that has a factor with the uh, the t- the late timings of the game. Well, it's a beautiful stadium too there in Utah, but. Uh, let's go forward now. Um, Free Jacks coming into town this this weekend. Um, don't worry. Um, the first guest is, is maybe not listening in now, so share your game plan. <laughs> <laughs> so potential MRR Shield match preview. Okay, we don't. I know you don't want to get ahead of yourselves. No, none of the players do, but as us, we do, of course. Uh, Free Jacks come to, to Starfire. What kind of prep has the team specifically done for New England? <laughs> Yeah, we're honestly seeing this as an opportunity to see where we are um, going against a team that has the same record as us that's at the top of the table. Um, every week we've we've kind of just been focusing on ourselves and, and looking at our previous games and trying to be a little bit nitpicky on our in our game. Um, 
there was a lot of things that we could clean up against Utah. And as you said earlier, it really did feel like a playoff match, you know, but you got to think about the things that were on the line for that game, especially for, mm-hmm. for ourselves and for Utah, you know, Utah trying to make a playoff spot and ourselves trying to clinch. Um, but yeah, back to your question, just the prep for the free Jacks has kind of felt similar to previous weeks, just trying to focus on ourselves and, and get mm-hmm. better. And here's one of those sports journalist questions that I that every player and coach hates probably. Is this a must-win game? Um, this, I mean, every week is is a must-win game, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Think about it. <laughs> but um, I mean, yeah, we we definitely like to come out with a W after this week. Nice. Yeah, kind of. I want to talk a little bit about um, the West of the the your opponents there in the Western Conference, specifically the San Diego Legion. They've certainly been the talk of the league with their 11 game win streak and counting but despite what a 13 and one record they haven't clinched the first seed in the west because your group is right behind them putting pressure on them Uh, and you guys have at least home field advantage locked up in the first round if you guys can't um, leap over them but does your group is the mentality that your group wants to chase down san diego and, and steal that top seed from them um, we definitely know that that's a possibility, and it's something that we've spoken about a little bit. But it's not—it's not something that we're kind of seeking after. The first thing is obviously making the postseason, which we have done, and we're we're proud of that accomplishment. But obviously, we want to win these next few games. Um, we got—you know—we're a little bit further behind that goal just because we didn't get a uh, a bonus point win against Utah. So we'll just have to see how these next few weeks pan out. I, I got to mention uh, one of our listeners over on YouTube Live says um, his his handle is USA uh, USA Rugby League and Union Fan. He says this Seattle versus New England game is a is mouth watering. Uh, <laughs> that's with the write down and our marketing plan right there. <laughs> <laughs> so let's jump forward, uh, uh, Connor. We're going to talk about USA Eagles. Uh, I know I mentioned earlier we apologize for that whole thing last year. Um, <laughs> But we're now you're now in the 50 world players named for the 2023 player pool. Um, how does it feel to be recognized with an opportunity to compete now for that first senior cap? And are you more driven than ever, really? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, that's been a goal of mine for the past few years now. Um, this year, obviously, like I haven't played as many minutes as I, I would have liked. Um, but yeah, just to be selected in that 50-man group is has always been the goal for me and, and for any American player in the MLR. I think that's always our goal is to try to represent our country at the end of this. Yeah, I mean, was was there – so, I mean, you're strong in MLR. You're, you're, you're an incredibly good player, obviously. You're young. You've only been in the league a couple of years now. Um, I, mean, I guess we can go back a bit. I mean, is that just extremely disappointing for you not to get that chance last year? <laughs> or is it so, it's okay. It's okay. We it's okay. We got it soon. You know what I mean? No, I'll, I'll answer truthfully. Um, yeah. So when we were in South Africa, mm-hmm. um, I honestly felt like I performed well, um, yeah. and I felt like like I did all that I could to get selected for that Dubai tour. There was a little bit of, um, you know, at the back of my mind, I was I was really worried about my wife back at home because I'd been yeah. gone for a few weeks and she was pregnant and she. Mm was expecting baby at any any time um and so it was a little bit you know obviously i would have grasped the opportunity to go to dubai over anything and my wife was backing me for that but right. i was able to get back home and and be there for the birth of my child so you know that was also yeah. very important for me oh that's huge i mean to miss that would have been i don't know for me devastating 
yeah. even for that missed opportunity. And congrats on that, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Uh, He's six uh, months now. He's a little tank. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what's the name of the baby? Is it Bill or Fitzy? <laughs> it's Miles. Young what? Miles. Miles. Miles, nice. Miles Mooneyham. Nice. Ah, oh, I love it. It rolls off yeah. the tongue. I love it. Eminem. Eminem. I like it. All right, so let's let's talk a little bit about the team as well. Scott, talk about Scott Lawrence. Now, you, you, Scott Lawrence has been active on social media, uh, primarily LinkedIn, obviously, uh, to re-engage former uh, men's Eagles and connect them with the current Eagles, um, really forging those bonds between the two groups, which is, I think, amazing. Uh, what can you share about working with Scott and, his, and the team so far? So, Scott, I had the opportunity. He was my coach um, at Life University Life, yeah. um, for a couple of years. And so it was it's nice to be able to connect with him again afterwards. And I really like the mentality that he's, that he's coming forth with, um, you know, with the USA team and, and how the calls have been going recently. He said that he wants to kind of change the structure of how we play and kind of use the athletes that USA offers and, and play a faster pace of rugby. I'm sure we all watched um, the game against Portugal where mm-hmm. we saw them playing very loosely and, you know, even teams like Chile, that know that they can just kind of bypass a set piece and play more of a fast-paced game and almost play like just fluidly and, and just play gloves off. And I feel like that's the approach that um, Scott wants to take with USA Rugby, and I'm, I'm here for it. No, I thought it was great. And with, with Major League Rugby season going on and you know most of the players in the thick of it, I can't imagine you guys are getting together too often. So what does that cadence look like? You're from an outside, right, from, from a fan's perspective, mm. everyone's looking forward to the, the, the matches that are going to be taking place um, in, in August. Uh, and obviously preparations will really ramp up once the MLR season is over. But do you guys try and meet regularly virtually during the MLR season to, to prepare for, so it's not just a, Hey, we're in camp now. Yeah. So every few weeks, um, Scott is, is making a, an update with us all on, on zoom. And if you can't attend that meeting, then it's sent out to us via WhatsApp. Um, we're all a part of a WhatsApp group and they send out weekly reports on, on what player contributed during the game. I should say every player and how they contributed in the game every USA eligible player. So it's it's nice to know that there are people watching us and kind of taking note game by game. And Scott has said that he's going to watch every single game. And, you know, I've seen him at a few of the MLR games this season. So it's it's good to know and to see him, them putting in the work behind the scenes. Yeah, absolutely. And talking about some of the younger players, I think what's been really neat to see in Major League Rugby is that, you know, again, that that, that – pipeline that's building up particularly through the mlr draft right so college rugby players are seeing hey i've got an opportunity here i can start to play some professional rugby and i gotta say the past couple years the number one draft picks in mlr have been playing pretty well have been showing out Mm -hmm. do you you guys have a little like number one draft pick club you guys (laughs) have like a text chat (laughs) (laughs) We, we should um that's probably a good idea i might hit up sam and eric and and ask them what they want to do with that i feel like that'd be kind of fun especially since they're both balling out so they're kind of uh living up to the expectation yeah no absolutely so talk a little bit about um you know that the preparations that are underway for that tour in august so it's you know it's three matches against countries that qualified for the 2023 rugby world cup you know portugal Romania and Georgia. Uh, do you think going into it? Do you think the Eagles, the men's Eagles, you guys have like maybe something to prove 
against those teams, or is that really in the the consideration for these games, or is it just going up there and, and playing good rugby? Yeah, I'm sure it's a little bit of everything. You know, um, it's more than just trying to be the scout team essentially for these guys leading up to their World Cup. Um, we definitely, you know, every team wants to win a game. You know, and with the USA, I feel like the winning culture has kind of gone been lacking in the past few years and so it'd be nice to catch a few w's while the team's over in europe yeah because i can say from from an outsider's perspective of course what happened in the final final qualification tournament was disappointing but with everything that we're hearing about the camp and scott lawrence and the forging those connections between you know past eagles and current eagles there seems the word the operative word seems to be maybe optimism right now is that fair to say yeah, and I mean, I feel like there's always been optimism, but now that the boys essentially don't have anything to lose, it's more of like, we got to take pride in this thing, you know, moving forward. We sort of have to, I, I don't I don't even know how to form my words or how to how to word it, yeah. but it's, it's more of like a, a pride thing at this point, you know, and playing for your country and kind of just wearing that badge with honor. So let me jump in here uh, real quick. We have about another um, seven minutes at the most with uh, Connor Mooningham from Seattle Seawolves. Uh, if you like to come up here and ask a question, you can do so live here on the Twitter Spaces app on the mobile app. You can't do it from anything else. You have to be on the mobile app. Coming up, you can request in the bottom left of the app, and we'll get to up here as soon as we can to ask a question. Uh, if you want to talk to me or Fitz, you can do that too, but who cares about that? Um, also, if you're on Facebook, uh, YouTube, or LinkedIn, you can all go ahead and leave a message in the chat there where, where our team of people, or our team of monitors, I guess you say, are monitoring those chats and uh, they'll let us know some questions. So with that said, I got one. Actually, uh, clearly she's a, um, a Seattle Seawolves fan. I'm going to ask one of her cl- Actually, she asked me three questions. Um, first, she asked, who is your favorite fan? Just kidding. Um, her, her name is Shannon Whitemarsh, by the way. And uh, her second question is, do you think that the fans play a part in energizing the team on the pitch? Yeah, 100%. Um, kind of like what Jason was saying, the American fan base in any sport is going to be super loud. And whenever the boys score or there's a big play, you can hear that that crowd at Starfire Stadium. And it's, it's a lot different than other stadiums that I played in because the fans are so close to the field. Like you could take a couple jumps and you're in the stadium yeah. or with the fans, with the crowd. So it's, and I feel like the acoustics really help out as well. Um, so yeah, like obviously they they juice the boys when, when they get loud. Now I mentioned earlier, my first MLR match was the free jacks versus Seattle years ago, uh, right when COVID hit. Um, and we had like great seats. My buddy who lives in Seattle area, this guy, Scott has great season tickets, 50, like midfield, the first row of the main seats, not the, uh, this is like a little, like, 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 uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, VIP boxes, whatever. Um, so we had a great experience and that was, I, I was hanging out with Alex, Alex McElby from the free Jacks. Um, got a chance to meet the owner at that point of Seattle in that little bar restaurant area. As you walk in to the stadium area, um, by the soccer pitch. Um, yeah, yeah. and it was just like, that was my first experience with MLR, and I thought this is great. It was just like concessions. It was it just the fan involvement was great. And for a young league, I thought this is it. And I and, and by the way, Connor, I've worked in professional sports entertainment for a long time, Atlanta Braves, everything else. I'm not saying I'm a pro, but I've been around enough where I think I see what works. And that would just like Seattle blew me away. And and with that said, you know, other than 
Seattle uh, Seawolves, you know, have you been around the whole Seattle sports scene enough to go, wow, this is really cool? You know, like what else there? Like the, the MLS team, whatever else. What like what gets you? Like what are you like checking out other than the Seawolves? For me, um, we've gone to a few Mariners go- games, and it's yeah. It's honestly beautiful where the stadium's located. So you can see, if you're up in the nosebleeds, you can see the whole city, the Space Needle, the bay, all oh, yeah. at once. And it's all, it's awesome, and it's a good experience. Um, I really like the outdoors of Washington. I like to fish a lot. I don't yeah. want to say that I catch a ton of fish up here, <laughs> but um, just get, just getting out and kind of reconnecting with nature is something that I couldn't do as often in Texas just because it's so hot all the time. There's not mountains yeah. or, you know, there's so many things to do up here. So, Connor, are you saying in the off season you're going to do a, a, a full hike of the Pacific Crest Trail or Coast Trail? What's the what's the big long one up there? Um, I'm not sure. There's so many trails up here that I couldn't even tell you. Um, the other day I went to Olali State Park, and that was beautiful. Um, I've been hitting up Skycomish, the river. Snoqualmie. Um, I'm going to go down south pretty soon on one of these off days and try to catch me some salmon. Nice. So I've got, nice. I've got some off day, off day plans as long as my wife will let me <laughs> stay away from her and the kids. So, so wait, wait, let me jump in here real quick. So my wife, who's actually listening in right now, love you, honey. You're amazing. Um, she lived in Seattle area or outside of Seattle for college. Um, and she loves it out there. And when I went out there without her to see the, that game I mentioned earlier, she was kind of probably a little pissed off. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> Bill, she just stopped listening, by the way. <laughs> I th- I, she totally – oh, my God. What the hell? She totally did. <laughs> I'm going upstairs right now. Uh, <laughs> okay. Whatever. Uh, love you, honey. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, Condor, let's talk about Seattle really quick. Uh, you know, uh, earlier with Jason and with the Free Jacks, we talked about what they do a lot off off the pitch, the team, you know, they do certain things. You know, what do the players do off the field to bond? Um, so we do things like like we just did today. Um, a lot of the boys will go down and we'll swim in Lake Washington or we'll, we'll go out to some of the beaches around here. Um, we'll, we'll grill out together. I'm actually going to go over to Mason Peterson's house tonight and we're going to go have dinner. So, you know, the boys connect a lot off the field and it's nice because a lot of us live together. So there's an apartment complex on Mercer Island that they have a lot of the families in. We're not like on top of each other, not like next door, next door neighbors, which is nice. But whenever we want to get together, we can and we can grill out. So it's been really good. Well, it's very it's very sunny there. Sorry, uh, Fitzy. It's apparently sunny in Seattle, which is not okay. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> Go, Fitzy. Connor, you mentioned you like going out a lot and, and going on hikes and stuff, but I noticed when I was in the Pacific Northwest, particularly in Portland and Seattle, I'd never seen so many frisbee golf courses <laughs> or parks. Have you did, did, have you picked up on that at all? Am, or am I, am I the only person <laughs> here who's I, this? I can't say that I have. Um, my sister <laughs> plays frisbee golf out in Utah. I know it's a big thing in the West, just in general, in California as well. But um, no, I've been playing uh, some spike ball. You know, yeah. the boys have picked up oh, uh, yeah. pickleball out here as well. So... Have you taken the boats across the uh, what's it the not the harbor whatever else the island? Oh, into the islands? I yeah. haven't. I need to. Oh. I want to take the ferries. It, they're they're it's amazing. You, it, the last time I was there, we got out the at the ferry, 
And then within like a hundred feet, there was a bar with a nice, with lots of local beers, which is my thing. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not training for an MLR season. So that works for me. <laughs> yeah. They're out of sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, anyway, so kind of last thing for you. Um, seriously, the, the rest of the season, obviously what's, what's your goal for you? Um, kind of Mooneyham, not, not just like, Seattle winning the the finals, which could be a goal for you, but like future rugby goal for you. Where where can we see you in like four or five years? Yeah, we we touched on getting capped for USA. That's that's been yeah. at the top of my list for a long time. And honestly, a uh, more recent goal of mine has been sort of nailing rehab and and trying yeah. to take the off field stuff a little bit more seriously and and trying to get my body right. You know, as I age. Just trying to stay healthy during these next few seasons. I don't want to jinx myself because you guys are really <laughs> jinxing. But um, yeah, that's something that I've been I've been trying to focus on lately. Nice man. So listen, uh, Connor. Uh, again, you're you're a two time uh, guest on our show. You're like I think three behind. I think um, uh, um, Christian Dyer. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we'll get you on again in a little while. But it's, it's been a blast. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. And I, I know it's it's just getting these thirty minutes from you is valuable time. But thank you so much, and good luck the rest of the season. Hope to see you in the playoffs. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me Actually, on. Ashley, hope to see you in a USA uniform this summer, not just the playoffs. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Speaking of jinxing. Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, buddy. Good luck, and, and enjoy Seattle. Thank you. All right. Good night. All right. Uh, Fitz, i got to tell you, that was a good one. Both guests. Fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a good I mean, look. Yeah. I don't think it's one of those shows we can say what, what what you enjoy both of them said, but I think it's just all together. Awesome. Yeah, I think it's 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 great to hear from from two good players on two really good teams that know they're good and they've yeah. got you know postseason plans to go all the way and uh, probably guarded on a couple of things about plans and their yeah, of course. for facing each other, but you know always good to hear from them in the run up to some of those big matches. Yeah, and you know what? It's it's just it's the same thing with a lot of the, the rugby players that I've ever seen or talked to around the league. Just rugby in general, it's not a, a it's me 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 kind of thing. It's the team, which is yeah. awesome. And and one thing I love about MLR or whatever, ever is is still new, where where guys like Connor or Jason come from, or see Connor from here, it's two totally different stories, but the same thing. Get acclimated in the new towns, and they love playing the game. Yeah, you know, love it. All right, Fitzy, listen, it's been a lot of good time. I want to thank everybody. I want to thank Shannon Whitehurst. I want to thank uh, um, USA Rugby League and Union fans on YouTube. Shannon's on, on Facebook, other people listening in on LinkedIn, wherever else. And also, if you were checking here live on Twitter Spaces, thank you so much for tuning in. It's been a lot of fun. We do this because we enjoy it. Uh, we're not making millions off of this. Actually, I don't think we're making ones. Maybe one day. Uh, <laughs> But we do this because we love doing it, and uh, it's it's great. I think it's good for the game. But thank you all for tuning in. Uh, join us almost every Wednesday night, and it, it's a lot of fun. Join us. Ask your, your friends to join us. Um, tune in. You can ask your own questions, all that fun stuff. But thanks so much again for tuning in tonight. Hope to see you guys next week. Have a great week. Good night, everybody.